kind of hard when you're unemployed to like stay up, you know, like just kind of keep yourself motivated. Stop doing that. It's not productive to what we're doing right now. That one, that one, that one hurt my throat a little bit. Oh, I bet it did. Oh, I'm choking on my spit. <laughs> oh, my God. Are we here? Are we going? Oh, yeah, we're hot. Oh, shit. We're hot and nasty. Oh, dial it back. Mmm. Mmm. I think this is the earliest I've ever done a podcast with you. And the soberest. Yeah, it's rush hour. It's rush hour, you know. I ain't had no cranks. I ain't had no smokes. I ain't had no nothing. You're hot off the gym. I'm raw dog in life. You're raw dog in it. Raw dog in it. Guys, it's Jacob V. Weekly. We want to start like we start every episode by inviting you to check out Caddyshack of New Hamill, Illinois. We actually have a link to Caddyshack's own website on our website, jacobv.com. J A C O B. Dot vi i'm sorry no it's just j-a-c-o-b-v-i.com and uh and that's up to date mm, that's not, i've had that stuff. sitting in front of me all week and caddyshack is going to be in the pride parade this year which means i will probably be with them in and at the pride parade fuck yeah good year for it it's a good year for we it we got gay beer we got gay cats we got gay beer we got gay cats um it's gonna be awesome Save a Life or Nine, Caddyshack of New Hamill, Illinois. Trivia, I host trivia for free at Bluewood Brewing every Thursday evening. It's a it always we always run out of materials. If it was if we were selling the materials, we would I would say we always sell out. New taco vendor there is amazing. They have really good wings and fries and nachos, and of course, tacos. I my favorite's the sweet potato taco. I forget that guy's name. It's the guy's name. Sweet potato? No, the um, the name of the food vendor. Sweet potato it's tacos? It's like H. John Benjamin Tacos or something. Oh, you want me to look it up? I don't care. Okay. They know where it is. They can come see him at Bluewood. It's at Bluewood Brewing. Tomorrow night with me doing trivia. At the corner of Limp and Cherokee. I'm in a band called No Antics. No Antics has a hot new video coming out May 1st. Uh, I just showed Baby Brother the sneak peek from the Patreon. Yes. And uh, how'd you like the new video for the No Antics? I liked it. You know, I liked the way it was uh, edited. I liked the way it was filmed. I liked the people that were in it. I liked the music that was going on while I was watching the video too. Yeah. I think that's something. I think it's connected with that somehow. It's all interconnected. Which it's I good. I think it's awesome. It's good. Mm-hmm. Um, no Antics is playing. Uh, we have an LP release show that's going to be announced soon. It's going to be this summer. Uh, stay tuned for the exact date. Blinded by Stereo already has an LP out, and we are are playing at the raceway opening for flow rider and dirks bentley that's gonna be wild flow rider flow rider mr rider more about him later mm-hmm. uh blinded by stereo the lp is for sale on Bandcamp. blinded by stereo find them uh no antics streaming everywhere new video on youtube coming soon there's several videos already up there 
I have a song called Easy Living that I've been using as my Instagram attachment. On everything. On everything, because that's how I live, and it's funky, and you should go check it out. Like I mentioned before, we are on Patreon. The only way to support this show financially is patreon.com slash Jacob V. I'm a member. Clay's a member. Oh, man. Um, you mentioned the... the should we, do we need to talk about Bud Light? I Here, mean, not really. Can I, I just ask you a you question? Have about it yet? It's fine. Go ahead. We haven't talked about it. It's happened since our last show. We haven't done a show in April yet because I've been substitute teaching full-time now. I felt like you, have, you've had at least somebody on besides me in the last month. No, yeah, but I did three episodes with Emma in March. Oh, yeah, I got to listen to that that trifecta. It's the trilogy. The trilogy. Yeah, astrology, white shamans, and trilogy. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's coming out as a box set on DVD. I'll buy it. Blu-ray combo pack. Is it going to be selling on your Patreon? It'll be Patreon exclusive. You have Man. to pay the $5 just to even pay the nineteen ninety-five for the DVD. You know what? I pay more for less. You do pay a lot more for a lot less. Mm-hmm. Your health insurance, for example. Well, I don't have health insurance right now because I'm unemployed. That's what I'm saying, girl. Yeah, so. Light it up. Light um, it up. Light it up. But be careful while you do it because you're uninsured. Yeah. Yeah. Just be safe. <laughs> Light up safely. Woo. Have a backup plan. I don't have one. Right. Yep. I got my Cobra paperwork just ready to go. Well, did you fill it all out? It's it's there. <clears throat> did you fill it all out? It's there. No, no, no. But did you fill it all out? It's like right there. What do you mean? It's just, it's, I know where it is. No, no, no. But you have to fill it all out in case you're incapacitated. You're right. Does Danielle know your social security number? Probably not. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. you need to have it completely filled out on your fridge so that if you get T-boned by a fucking Amtrak train, that she can tell the hospital that somebody's going to pay for saving your life. Yeah. You know, I was actually, I was at the bank the other day and they said that I should like get a, a, a you know, a benefactor in line just in case I die so that my shit doesn't go to the state. Yeah. That's what'll happen. Because then they got to go through a whole process just to get my money is when I die. Yeah. And that's kind of fucked up, but it also makes sense. Do you have life insurance? Huh? Do you have life insurance? I don't fucking know. Probably not now. No, you don't. No. Nope. So, <laughs> yeah, know. I think I would know if I did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some people, if you're, you know, employed, you may have it and not realize it. But. Mm-hmm. I got a lot going on that I just don't have any handle on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 anyway. That's, that's just kind of what it is right now. You know, sometimes you go through those moments in life where you don't know what the hell you're doing, but you're doing it really well. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I've got a cat on me. You need a cat on me. Okay. So. We were going to talk about the Bud Light. Why? Thing. My thing is, I don't really understand what Bud Light could have done that would have upset kid rock to the extent he got upset well you know what that guy i think just kind of looks for reasons to be a jackass anyway i mean he's came from a rich family but what does he care about trans people about everything just to try to exploit you know a certain and aren't his kids adults now yeah but you know i mean he's got to stay bored and he's got to stay relevant it's kind of like when why ted, does he have a dog in that fight they're it's not kind of like when ted nugent was doing all that nra shit very publicly and it's like why what you you can just relax yeah, yeah. you can just relax and if someone hears stranglehold or whatever the no fuck it's like a doing, it's a cultural it's lobbying right and it's like it's like don't forget about me i'm gonna shoot he's, all these beer do you cans. think he's trying to create the morgan wallen effect where morgan wallen was up and coming and he was going to be on saturday night live and then they found a mm-hmm. video of him saying the n-word oh, yeah. so they kicked him off snl mm-hmm. which is cool for me because jack white filled in for him sure um but he's actually more famous now 
than he would have been if he had just done it, I think, mm-hmm. because it creates this thing where people are like, oh, see, SNL is woke. I like Morgan Wallen. And now he's playing Bush Stadium like he's Paul McCartney. Yeah, that's a whole thing. I bet he's going to do really well when he plays the 4th of July. So do you think Kid Rock uh, was like, you know what? The, the shows aren't selling great. So what if we uh, went ahead and amped it up and got on the side of the anti-trans people? Who's doing this? Kid Rock. I'm just trying to think if he was trying to create well, that effect by saying, hey, look, maybe. pick me. But I think that that's kind of a thing. Like being the bad guy on purpose can get you more publicity than just kind of but existing. not just publicity, but followers. The only place that Buy he's really in. alive and well right now is probably in Nashville because, I mean, he's got like that like fucking statue and shit over there or whatever he's got going on. Uh, and so, yeah, he just kind of had to do something. own a karaoke bar? The thing is, is, you know, everything's done the like the pride stuff i don't really know what makes bud light any different and everyone's acting like oh no we ain't gonna drink this gay beer anymore but it's just kind of like it's it all 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 the beer is gay everyone wants to be able to sell beer to everyone in every demographic it doesn't really matter well especially in a macro brew sense like you cannot afford to make beer and sell it to anyone less than everybody possible. Right. So if you're making beer and you're trying to keep a business afloat, especially if you're producing anything in North America, um, you want to be able to sell that product to as many people as possible. So does it make sense that a beer would want to exclude anybody? But also it's just all the blind ignorance to go with it. But everyone's also, like, well, Bud I just want to drink Coors or Miller. Isn't Bud Light trying to say that, hey, we're sorry for the people that you may think of that may not like you who consume our product. We want to let you know that we are accepting of people going through this type of a journey, for example. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's... I'm surprised anyone gave a fuck other than to say, oh, who gives a shit? Bud Light's a fucking corporation owned by a foreign asset like yeah i mean it's just it's just that makes it sound like it's the like it's the Mossad. it's That's, just <laughs> no it's just alcoholic piss water but they want to you know mass distribute and they want it's have, good. They want everyone it's to feel like product. they're acknowledged and loved hey it's so a fine product it's drinkable because if i support you then you'll support me the right Drinkability so alone doing. is what sells me but you know but what i'm such a, a shit i'm really. such a 314 bitch i prefer bud select i think people just want to be mad at stuff and i think that's what all this is and it's it's all just all just dumb for them to be against this one ad campaign that it's just putting a certain label on a beer can. It's like, Oh really? Really? Like, is it good? Is it going to ruin your day? Does it make the beer tasting less or worse? Does it really just make it like you still had to drink 20 of them to fucking feel it. So I don't know where your problem is. You know, I, I don't know. I, I, I just, uh, it's stupid. Man, one time I drank 18 of those goddamn Mick ultras and couldn't catch a buzz. You remember, uh, remember case races? You get like a 30 pack of like, uh, of like, Natty. You know, Natty Light or something, and you see if you can drink all 30 of them in an evening. We used to do that. Probably like a little bit over a decade ago now, but we used to do that. I guarantee you I could smash 30 of those motherfuckers. I, I know. I've done the math sometimes. My on, favorite, on a, though, our night. cousin Tessa calls it the 2020, which is uh, 20 Bud Select bottles and 20 American Spirits. Oh. And then you drive home. I think we've done that. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing is I used to do is I used to go underage to a specific gas station and, uh, and, and the VP and, uh, just buy a 30 pack of Bud Ice. Oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh, that hurts my stomach. Oh, yeah. Oh, it hurts my stomach thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Tomatoes. There's a lot going on. Um, 
I am a motherfucking trendsetter. Speaking speaking of buying beer under age, I've been getting in trouble at work for being on my phone since 2007 on my Nokia brick. That's why I got fired from Mike Duffy's. No, you got fired from Mike Duffy's for stealing food. No. And wearing flip-flops in the kitchen. I never stole food. You wore flip-flops in the kitchen. On my first day. Yeah, I didn't know I had never had a job before. It's a great way to start. I didn't know. I'm sure they have some no, sort I, of employee handbook that's like taped to the wall or nobody something. Nobody ever showed me that. Well, that's that's on them then. But uh, there's reasons. It's kind of like when you got fired from uh, Emo's in Kirkwood because you would just come in on your no. day off and make T-Revs and no, leave. No, no, no. Uh-huh. No, no, no. Uh-huh. I quit to go work at the salon. <laughs> that's right. Uh-huh. Sure you did. Yeah. But then you probably still went in there sometimes when you All were the time. not working there and just kind of like, it's like, hey guys, I'm going to pop back here and get some Mott sticks. I don't know. I feel kind of on blast right now. I'm feeling mm. a little escalated. It's okay. You know, I mean, sometimes you do things. Uh, I quit my job for no reason. No, that's not true. I had good reasons. That's not true. I, I quit. Anyway. You can't. I didn't have a backup plan. You can't I just, did it. Yeah, you can't just settle for being miserable. Exactly. And that's all it is. You know, your kind of brain, like some people can just disassociate and just look busy in a cubicle for several hours and you're not that guy. But when you're so like when you're making such shit money and your boss is specifically bullying you and everyone's noticing it uh, and it makes it hard. It makes it hard to dissociate. I, I could do that job. Uh, you know, and and still be able to watch like six hours of TikToks and shit at work, and that's what it was I was getting just my brain was getting melted by not doing anything while still getting my job done, and then my boss would just come over and freak out on me over nothing, and uh, and people pointed out to me, and I was like, when people started pointing out to me, that's when I realized, oh, I gotta get the fuck out of here, because I can tolerate being paid like shit and treated like shit, but when people are noticing it, then it's embarrassing, and it's like, you know what, I got spine, and so I quit. Yeah, and you gotta, mm-hmm. you gotta. Do I got that. a little bit of spine. I got, I got just like a, I got just, just enough, you know. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. My thing is, mm-hmm. I'm lucky to be alive. Did I call you after I had that encounter with that prostitute? I don't know, sex why worker. D- I don't know why you did that. I didn't do anything. Nobody knows what we're talking about. Let me. Ex- so, yeah, so tell the story. I accidentally spent thirty minutes with a South Jefferson sex worker, Natalie or Ariel. Uh, she goes by either, a.k.a. let me pick something up from this BP so my feet don't fall off. Mm-hmm. I thought it was venereal. No, no, no. Uh-huh. Aerial. Uh-huh. Um, she wanted money. And she had a great story. I don't remember what it was, but um, it turned into a real situation ship. She was waiting for me at the end. She flagged me down. I was in the parking lot because breakfast was going on for another five minutes and I wanted lunch. So I was in my parking spot ordering on my phone, waiting to submit until it was 1030. And she comes sauntering up and I look crazy. I'm wearing my flamingo shirt. I got trash all over the car, mm, all over it. You know what I mean? Uh, that probably made it more inviting. Cause that's where she's used to hanging out. Anyway, that's the thing. It's like, why would you ask me for money? I'm driving a 2005 Mercury grand marquee filled to the brim with McDonald's garbage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember one time you had a laundry basket in the backseat that you would move the floor garbage into the basket garbage. Until the basket easier, was full. It would be easier to get the garbage out that way. And yeah, yeah but then the bag, I gave a guy a ride home from a gig and he just pushed all the stuff out into the parking lot in Westport. I said, wait, we got to throw all that away. He said, brother, it's two in the morning. I love that. Yeah. But also I don't because I don't support littering. But also that that's. But isn't Westport one big piece of litter? It just sounds like it's on brand. But anyway, back to the back to the, the sex worker. So I said, OK, well, let me go get my food. And so I go through the line to get my food. And then she's waiting for me at the end of the drive through lane. And then she wants 
money. She was afraid of everybody. But when I stopped to talk to her, she, uh, I can't, I don't want to say what she said to me. <laughs> That's okay. She <laughs> just say she said some crazy shit and then she got, in your when car. I said anything other than get out of here, she was like, uh, she, she looked at me and, uh, basically said, Oh, we could do it for a hundred. Oh, I mean, well, that I mean, she was trying to solicit services. That's what it but was. I didn't. But my reaction immediately was only, "Oh no, but thank you." You're very polite. That's all. Like, and then I thought, "Oh wait, what if she's like setting me up to get like murdered or robbed?" And then I thought she was going to stab me in the brain with a screwdriver she found on a barge. That's where we do find our screwdrivers here in Saint. I'm Louis. just thinking, like, on she's the out there in the streets. She had a bag. Uh, I was, I don't know. I would just say it, in the future, just uh, don't even talk to him. Just be like, no, no, thank you. And roll up the window and yeah. do your Well, you, what I've done before is I say, listen, I would totally help you out, but I actually live in this fucking car. <laughs> and they always believe that. I live in this car. And you look around in that car and it's like, okay, he might actually live. I in got it. 10 of these shirts. Might actually live in it. Uh, and then you gave her a ride. And then she wanted to pull into a gas station. No, I had to go to a gas station to get gas before I went anywhere. And she wanted to go back the way that I was going to work anyway. But it's just started to turn like a, like a, yeah. So we go from the McDonald's to the quick trip. And then I end up getting her to a BP where she has to pick something up. And I finally convince her that's that, okay, I'm going to go to work. You can go wherever you want after you're at this BP, but we've gone far enough. I mean, I've done weird shit. That's fine. I mean, uh, you know, I, I gave a homeless guy a ride a couple weeks ago because my wonderful fiance was striking up a conversation with him. And then you gave a homeless guy a ride. And turns out he was going to the place we were going. So I was like, sure, man, why not? I guess well, I'll give you a ride because she volunteered me to do that. And so I did that. And turns out he doesn't live in that area. Oh, well, he does, but he doesn't live in do a remember residence. Remember that time we took that handyman in a blizzard to buy crack? Yes. Uh, in the Grove. It was like he was in the, he was walking up and down your street. Well, he, but I knew him, he lived over there and he would shovel my walkway when we would have, and he cleaned my gutters one summer. And he very, very clearly was just going to buy drugs and we totally helped him get there. We give him a ride Mm -hmm. in a blizzard. Yep. Because I think he would normally take his bicycle. We do some dumb shit. But why do we do, normal people don't interact with these people. We attract weirdos and. It's got to be the attraction, right? Because more people would would let homeless people in their car like mm-hmm. we do if maybe it's because we're big we feel safe and but, less threatened but why do but why do people why do those people always want to talk to us well um i think we just have an we have an inviting aura you know we were raised by a very accepting group of people and uh and i think that we really just kind of like just ooze that energy and uh so people just feel safe coming up to talk to us and then uh and then we just let weird shit happen and then we're like you know what that's enough i'm, I'm not going to tolerate that anymore and then you just kind of go it's away. like the guy that shut mom's neighbor hmm he just showed he just invited himself over to drink at two in the morning mm-hmm. oh that guy yeah. yeah that guy was dumb no but w- that only happens to you and me and mom it's true that it, people will just come know. out of the ether to say hey i'm gonna insert myself in your life for a while yeah you just showed up on the front porch with like a with like a, a six pack of mango carts. i think what happened is he was um 
probably doing coke with those guys that do that podcast around the corner. Mm, and then he just didn't want the night to stop. Well, because they probably kicked him out. And, and they, his wife and he was, was probably gone. walking home with a box of beer and yeah. saw us through the window and said, I'm going to hang out with them. They did karaoke in the driveway once. It was great. I know I'm going to go party with them. Yeah, See, no, that, I mean, was, uh, that was annoying. And Donnie was not okay with it. Donnie doesn't like it. Donnie doesn't like this phenomenon that we're talking about. No, but we do it so often. Unfortunately, it's just a thing, you know. I mean, one time, I I, one time I developed a weird friendship with a weird guy because one time he he asked me to give him and his deaf dog a ride to the airport or some shit, and I was like, okay, yeah, I guess we're just friends for life now. Well, he was a fucking he was just nah, he was just a weirdo anyway. But uh, and I've run into multiple people throughout the years now who've met that guy and they're like, oh yeah, he's a piece of shit, and I was like, yeah, yeah, he's kind of a he's just a lot anyway so i mean yeah we just we just invite weird people into our lives for very short periods of time they invite themselves they yeah no yeah we we don't know how to say no we allow it Mm -hmm. and then and then eventually it's like you know what i'm good okay bye and that shit just happens sometimes you know sometimes you got to give someone a a lift to the red roof inn on hampton and be like you know what hey congratulations you got here safe is that still what that's called the red roof inn yeah yeah they're they're a pet friendly no no no. but is that still what that one is or is it a holiday and now i think it's a i think it's still the red roof i don't know that's hilarious unless it's chained recently i don't know i wouldn't know st louis is too small i'm afraid all of my grandkids are going to be cousins dude i was actually just thinking about that today while driving because sometimes i run into people that i haven't seen since like ninth grade of high school or something i'm just kind of like and they remember so much about me and i don't remember their name and then it's and then they say something like, "Hey, remember you and me and Meredith used to be like really cool and hang out in homeroom." And I was like, "I don't know who the fuck Meredith is." Yeah, and I don't remember really even talking to you. But the problem is, we talk to so many people that some of them just kind of like fade out through the through the ether, and we just forget. And we got to be recognizable, being so big and ridiculous. Exactly, we're massive, charismatic people. You know, yeah. when you're just big risen. You know, yeah. all over St. Louis. Yeah. It's not that big of a city. Yeah. It happens. Oh, but also then I'm surprised when I go to like sporting events and I don't see anybody that I know. Like, okay, why why am I going to run into this, this motherfucker? Hold on. Why am I going to run into this motherfucker yeah. at a Jersey Mike's? Yeah. But then I go to a baseball game and I don't yeah. see a single person that I, I went. Know. I had jury duty the other day with 500 motherfuckers and not one person stopped to say hi to me. Right. NPCs. Yeah. Have you seen the NPC theory? Uh, I, I've experienced plenty of it. That like only about 30% of the population actually has inner monologues and like cognitive thought mm-hmm. and the rest of the people just floating through not doing nothing. And so they're just NPCs and there's actually very few actual characters that are functioning. Yeah. You know? So we got to figure out who's actually plugged into the server. Right. And who's just generated and by who's it. Just in, who's just in the matrix yeah. as a pro- part of the yeah. program. This is exactly what happens when you're unemployed. This is exactly what happened to me. Oh, shit's getting weird. It's I ate, weird. I ate Spam and eggs for breakfast, bitch. I'm having a weird go. Uh, I don't know if you should be filling up on sodium when you don't have health insurance oh i i went to i go to the gym a lot so i, I felt like i sweat it all that, out you sweat out the spam sodium it was a lot of it was a lot of spam in your sweat I, you I, ate the whole can of spam i ate the whole can of spam holy fuck with eggs and some rice why and bother eggs. with rice i had a really good workout though Oh my God! Yeah, your body needs some sodium, but that not that much sodium was a lot. I don't. I've never had spam before, so I didn't know that it was going to be like, oh, only have like a quarter of this can. So I just had all of it. I sliced it thin and I fried it in like in like olive oil, and then I put it on some rice with some egg and uh, and yeah, I'll, I'll never do it again. But now I know. I uh, felt I felt physically ill for a good forty five minutes. I. I I did my CPR certification online. So if you go down, I don't know that I can help. 
I, you know, I used to be a BLS instructor, certified. But you can't do it on yourself if you're having a cardiac episode because you need a whole can of spam. You never see one of those guys in the SNL skit. They're like, Ugh! and they start like punching their chest. It's okay. Did you uh, did you have a pre workout? Mm-hmm. No. Any kind of a post workout? I had protein powder. Is there anything else in there? I mean, it's mostly soy. I think soy and soy and protein. I can't be good. Certain fats and flavors, but like it's out, it's not that bad for you. You you can speak some light on this. I think something is wrong with me. Something's, I'm just something's wrong with all of us, baby. Yeah, mm. I'm just really uncomfortable with adults, specifically superiors, in pretty much any organization I've ever worked for. I attach a lot of anxiety to those relationships. I'm constantly having arguments in my head that never end up happening, and they don't even need to. And I'm always afraid that someone is around the corner trying to shut me down for something that I don't even know what I did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You feel like you're walking on eggshells. You're waiting for that other shoe to drop. I'm waiting for someone to come in and say, "Okay, you're done, bub." Right, all and, the and time. That makes you do just enough to not get fired. It's that office space mentality. But it's, but it's even, but it's not even necessarily rooted in evidence. If people are having a meeting, I assume it's negative and about me. Oh, that might just be delusional paranoia. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's also like narcissistic because I put myself in the middle of it. I create mm-hmm. drama that's not happening in my head, mm-hmm. and I assume it's related to me. Well, you it's know, my I don't fault. Know. I often uh, see people walk in a room and I think, you know what? I'm better than that person. And I realize, wait a minute, I don't really have a lot that I've accomplished. And currently I'm unemployed. So am I really better than that person? See, or do I just feel judgmental when I look at them? Because it's like, you know what? They ain't shit. Because they probably say that I ain't shit. See, mine's that's flipped. stupid. Mine's flipped where mine is like, these people are acting like they don't know that I'm better than them. Right. <laughs> That's kind of what I'm saying. But also, what have we done to really prove that? We're actual people. Yep. And they're NPCs. Right. And fuck them. They got five HP. I could punch them. I could. That's I, the thing. I could. I could hit them with a with how, a with a sockum bopper, and they'll go down. How many fucking middle management cucks could I one punch? Well, my last boss was a very short, just kind of a very nervous fella. It was kind of like a like a sh- like a tiny bald jewish mouse and i felt like if i gave him one good pop he would have gone down real easy he was like fievel but bald can we stop with the non-consensual group chats what are we talking about fucking people just act like because i have an iphone they can just reach out and touch me whenever they want Oh, I mean, that just happened. And then they're mad at me for not reading the group chat. It's like, okay. I didn't say put me in a group okay. chat. It's either you're in a good group that like tries to keep things tight and communicating, which I'm totally fine with, or it's like family. We got like eight group chats with our family, and there's often the same people in old group chats. There's like one person gets excluded. But then, uh, you know, I don't know, other ones uh, are sometimes people that are lonely, and they reach out to 10 people at once, but they don't think that a group chat is inappropriate. And then it's like, I don't know, eight, eight of these 10 numbers. And then you got to be like, no, I'm good. Thanks. But then they get mad that you don't respond. It's like, honey, that's not, if you want to talk to me, talk to me. Yeah, no, that's them. Then you can do that. You, and sometimes they'll even do the thing where it's like, uh, but they, but like, then, but hey, everyone they, feel, feel free to reach out individually for uh, outside of this group chat. Well, why did he make the group chat in the first place? Because it's easier for them. Oh, but well, then they want to get mad because when they reach out to me privately to ask me the question, they're already mad that I didn't answer it already. But I'm like, you should have just asked me. You didn't ask me. You put me in a, in a text message with 20 mm. other people. I, it's entrapment. I'm not. I'm, mm. I, I didn't consent to that. Mm-hmm. I didn't say, oh, yes, I promise to read all 30 of these text messages I missed in the last 17 minutes in a prompt manner. I don't have fucking time. I wake up to pages of group chats from different people well, every day. That's what you get for talking to so many damn people. Why do you mind your business? I'm not. Tr- I'm trying to. People are not minding theirs. People are trying to. 
trying to fucking pin me to shit I'm not even doing. You could always change your phone number. I'm not going to that wedding, by the way. Change your phone number, change your name. Are you going to that wedding, the family wedding? Which one? The family wedding that you know is happening out of town. Are you? I don't want to mention names. Are you going? Oh, yeah, probably. I'm going to, because I can't afford to miss that much work to go and send a gift. So I'd rather just send a gift. At this point in time, I'm planning on going, but I've literally done nothing to commit myself to the situation. Oh. This is exactly one of the group chats I was talking about. The thing about the hotels. And then people were mad that nobody responded about the hotel. Well, I mean, I'd, lo- I'd love to get into that conversation, but I don't feel like we can do that on the air. So they don't listen to this fucking show. If they loved me and listened to this fucking show, they wouldn't you put me in a group 90, chat with you know two dozen 90, people. You know 90% of those group chats are all borderline just so someone can be passive aggressive and get some energy out. But, but when is that going to stop? It never will. But somebody, he can stop it. Uh, why, maybe. He needs to stop it. Maybe. He needs to stop it. Maybe. He needs to say this is not okay. A lot of it happens behind his back, though. I know. Makes it worse. Supporters fill Kirkwood school board meeting in solidarity with transgendered teachers. Did you see this? I didn't. How many? Four teachers. Phil. Four, oh, no, no, no. Four teachers? Supporters. Supporters fill the Kirkwood meeting in oh. solidarity. There's four teachers they're in solidarity with. Oh, okay. Over 100 people donning red shirts showed up to the Kirkwood School District meeting Monday night in protest of how they believe the district handles transgendered and educators. One teacher said that they chose to quit teaching in that district because they couldn't be openly transgender. Right now, it's toxic for oh. transgender people in the Kirkwood School District. This teacher said they love their job teaching gifted students at Kirkwood schools. Right. They use they, them pronouns and identify as non-binary. It's okay for... When they uh, started teaching, they said they weren't allowed to tell students they were non-binary. It's okay for uh, certain faculty members to be like physically affectionate with certain students, yeah. but it's not okay to like... They made my friend, they made my friend crazy. There's this girl who's a beautiful um, young lady of color that I went to school with since third grade and she lives with her mother and she's fucking crazy because they fucking, she got assaulted and then they gaslit the shit out of her and Mm. were not even low key, like abusive and racist about it. And she is just a whack job. She can't ever be normal. It would take years of dedicated, effective treatment. That's horrible. And, um, a lot of those people have moved on. They're retired now, so they get to, you know, they get to go uh, do their... They get to be like Michael Chiklis in The Shield at the end, where he's exactly. just kind of like, well, I'm out now. Yeah, the shark keeps swimming. Ugh. Um, sp- uh, privacy of those involved. We were unable to comment on personal or ongoing investigation other than confirming that the district complies with all policies, procedures, and laws. Stands against... Uh, so what they, they're going to need some kind of legal precedent to regulate out trans discrimination i guess i mean it's probably just not going to happen before more damage is done and i mean obviously it's really more of a state problem than a kirkwood problem probably well it's a state problem 100 percent. i mean trans people just aren't even allowed and this is my fucking fucking thing with those fucking establishment leftist fucking suburbanites that act like they love everybody but they're also in one of the most you know exclusive suburbs in the state Right, you know what I mean. Right, it's like kind of like, like people who like and say people, that they love people always the like think that we're like that. included in that because we went to school there, Gentrified, but it was really yeah. just by court order that we got to stay 
in the district after our parents got divorced and we weren't like welcome in the mainstream of people that have money there. I mean, it's hard being the broke kids around the rich kids. Oh, there was a lot of those, but that's what we had that riz for. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. That's why we were we were so charismatic and everyone accepted us, even though we definitely weren't the rich kids. Yeah. But some of those rich people were sloppy as fuck. I had friends with big, beautiful houses that were filthy. So it's not oh, perfect. Yeah. Oh, I- <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Those. Yes, those did exist. Uh, but you know, just kind of, you know, you, you don't know what happens behind the closed doors. I know exactly what happens behind closed doors. That's because you talk to too many fucking people. Um, I got some points here from a, a talk I heard the other day at one of the goddamn organizations I work at. Uh, that's actually really good. They got the goddamn. They got that goddamn. Um, uh, this is a St. Louis environmental justice report. Um Available at environmentalracismstl.com. Lead exposure. Most common source of childhood lead exposure is lead-based paint and dust. Approximately 90% of St. Louis homes built before 1978 when lead paint was banned. Black children are 2.4 times more likely to test positive for lead poisoning. Yeah, that's because the places that they're moving into are not as well upkept. Right, we're getting there. Uh, the parents have I'm to not sign done. the waivers acknowledging that they could possibly be exposed. 70% to of children suffering from lead poisoning are black. Communities living below the poverty level are of greatest risk, of course. But I mean, you move anywhere, especially like rentals and stuff in St. Louis, you got to sign that waiver. Lead in schools. More than five miles of chain link fence would replace all of the old fencing around the St. Louis city public schools. It's about $2 million in fencing, uh, which is cheap. Well, it's only 0.16% of the city's annual budget. And right Mm now, uh, the majority of St. Louis public schools are surrounded with old iron fencing that is covered in lead based paint. Yeah. That sounds about right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it ain't right, but it. But that sounds, it sounds accurate. It sounds accurate. Yes. Um, yes. But also, I mean, yeah, they're not going to fix that because these it, kids if it have, ain't broke, don't fix it, and no one's getting hurt or sued enough about it, so it's not a big. These issue kids have increased instances of asthma. Um, uh, black children in St. Louis are eight point five times more likely to visit the ER. Ten point eight times more likely. Um. Oh, for ch- the children are 10.8 times more likely. Uh, black citizens in general are 8.5 times more likely. Um, per 1,000 residents, black children in St. Louis City average 42 emergency room visits, whereas overall visits for average Missouri citizens is only five. So mm-hmm. um, we also see mold. Um, apparently there is no legal standard to protect St. Louis residents against mold. So if you move into a place and it's got mold, you have to either break your lease or, um, find some other legal imperative to get out of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's mold in my basement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's probably mold in this one right now. Along with the, the formica or whatever it's called that, that old tile that has air pollution. Uh, there are only four active it. air sensors in the city of St. Louis. And two of them are right across the street from one another. Um, Majority of air pollution and demolition sources are in the majority black neighborhoods. They they permit more demolitions, which cause huge amounts of air pollution in North St. Louis. You can see a map up here that I have. This, this is an the audio. Red. I'm looking at the red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is an audio only episode, but um, I'm tra- just showing Clay. There's a. This is on that website, environmentalracismstl.com. 
org. Well, and we've talked about it before how a lot of lead exposure in people's youths can also lead to aggression, uh, behavioral issues, which was a big thing back in like the sixties and seventies. Which is also we try to we tried to sort of like indirectly connect that to uh, like you know the introduction of serial killers and killing sprees. Environmental racism STL because used to be lead and fucking gasoline. I got you guys got lead in the air. Fucking everything. Oh yeah. Up. Well, and this also, I mean, the maps are crazy because of the data they're showing. But the maps in this report at environmental racism STL also include. Uh, a food apartheid, air pollution, asthma, uh, vacancy or abandoned residents. A lot of those illegal dumping. People just people that people that work on job sites will just take debris, commercial waste, mm-hmm. and go dump it in a vacant lot in North City. It happens yeah. every day. And also, the cost for dumping in places that are actually supposed to be designated for that uh, mm-hmm. is up higher than it's ever been home energy costs so. are disproportionately higher in the city because of outdated infrastructure uh, mold we talked about lead poisoning um what else uh it's a lot over twenty-two thousand tons illegally dumped in city streets and alleys in 2017 mm-hmm well, I mean, and you know, you can just like take stuff to the city and just like leave it in the alley. Some things that's exactly it'll, what they're it'll just about. get picked up sometimes, and that helps them. What I'm saying is, take it. your garbage to Westport yeah. and leave it in the parking At lot two in the morning because that's what Westport is. They can't arrest all of us. They can't arrest more than a couple of us. Exactly. They could get you and me though. There We're should the be a, there should be a dump party. We should all go to the Westport parking lot right by the funny bone to dump off. Shout out. If your car is full of McDonald's garbage, meet me at Westport. We're dumping. Dumping for a cause. Um, I was just, I had to sit through this presentation Radical the dumps. other day. And it's just, uh, I've been trying to tell people it's whack. I worked in one of these buildings for two years, walked right by a lead fence every day. Everything's horrible, Jacob. We just need to accept it. Um, so you don't want to talk about any of this more horrible stuff I got? No, here? it's all horrible and it's all tragic, but it's just kind of like, it's just, it, is it surprising? Is it really that surprising to you? Cause I don't think it's surprising, especially when you were just talking about ER, his, uh, ER visits and hospital visits, uh, from these people and these certain demographics, these certain areas, it's everyone's kind of getting forced to in those demographics anyway. And then it's keeping the poor poor because the American healthcare system is such a goddamn business and it's so just good at fucking people. Mm-hmm. Insurance is so goddamn bad and expensive on top of it. So then you're just kind of like throwing money into a hole and then it's not even helping you. Right. You know, and all, I mean, I, it's just, it's all the goddamn time. And yeah, no, no one's going to do anything about it because it's not causing any major fucking issues that are affecting the people that actually could control the situation. And then you're looking at things like the, that radioactive fucking underground dumpster fire that was like that, uh, that landfill way up north. All those people up in North County and all uh, North City, all this shit, they're like getting all that runoff water that's giving everyone cancer. Yeah. Like uh, fluorescent and shit yeah. like that. Talk to those fucking people about everyone. They know everyone knows somebody that's gotten some sort of horrible fucking cancer because they live way too close to this this radioactive dump that's like underground yeah, and basically radioactive waste that's it's that's smoldering horrible. underground. Horrible! Yeah. How fucking crazy is that? Nothing's getting done about it. 
So it's just kind of like things like that. And so I, so I want, I'd love to talk more about this. And there's a garden range up there because it's just, it's like, what the fuck are we going to do about it? Well, you lived in Kansas city for a while. Did you hear about your old neighbor? Shot that baby in the face. Mm-hmm. Oh, that that dumbass. Yeah, and then also he was able to he was able to just leave the police station, mm-hmm. and there the cops were just kind of like, oh yeah, we don't know where he is. So like, I'm sorry, he turned what? himself in because they decided to press charges, and he turned himself in. But yeah. in Kansas City, a 16 year old kid named Ralph Yarl was traveling to a address mm-hmm. to pick up his siblings, and there were two different addresses. One is one fifteenth street and one is 115th terrace or something like that Mm, that happens and so he went to the wrong one knocks on the door and without even answering the door the homeowner whose name i don't have prepared who is now in custody good uh after initially being released yeah um, yeah yeah, after the shot ralph through the door in the head and then shot him again when he was laying on the ground fucking horrible uh, big stand your ground vibes, mm-hmm. but you know, also something basically the exact same thing happened to a white girl, uh, in another state very recently, uh, immediate, like arrest, immediate, multiple felony charges, things like that. Uh, I think it was, there were two cheerleaders mm-hmm. that got shot by a Mexican guy in a parking lot. Cause they opened his car door. No, that's a different one. So uh, this is three different shootings. Yeah. But that guy got arrested, but I didn't know the race of the cheerleaders. I, but I, I knew at least one was white. But no, this other one was just a girl that knocked on the wrong door and got shot the exact same fucking way. Guy immediately got arrested. Guy immediately got the felony charges. Immediately everything. And there was no hesitation. There was no yeah. letting them go. There was no, you know, uh, uh, giving them the benefit of the doubt or any sort of like a, like a fucking like, oh my God, maybe he was defending himself kind of situation. And uh, yeah, that guy immediately got in fucking trouble. Then this guy got to literally like walk yeah. around for a minute and got to take it upon himself to turn himself in is fucking horseshit it's ridiculous yeah Yeah. and they they even said like it was definitely a racial situation like if he had shot a white kid it would have been a different fucking story he wouldn't have shot the white kid right right he probably would have opened the door and been like probably he probably would have sold him into slavery on the black market Mm -hmm. but right right after he diddled him oh hey man we're in a fucked up did you watch the trump indictment no and it's kind of lackluster. I, I say I understand a lot of people did expect. I want to go OJ trial on the Trump shit. If I, I was Trump, I think my best move would be put me on the stand on primetime TV live. Otherwise, fuck you, because th- he could win that shit. I think we should have uh, connected some car batteries to his just his just pink long nipples, and we should have just zapped well, that's him every the time too. he tried to say anything ridiculous. Yeah, that reminds me. I mean, we got to go French Revolution. We talked about that with Emma. Mm-hmm. That's coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know if anything's going to happen. He's apparently still running. He's <laughs> he's doing interviews about how terrible Joe Biden is first president to ever get indicted and his numbers are up and his numbers are definitely probably up probably <laughs> definitely drake bell was missing but it turns out he had just left his phone in his car but for some reason the police were looking for him to make sure he was okay i thought he was dead for sure no no they i, I guarantee you i haven't even look, i haven't fucking looked into it from just from what i've heard about it he probably did that on purpose and then someone said this will get him a little bit of attention outside of the fact that he got you know exposed for grooming all those minors and whatever the fuck he was doing uh you can't groom the minors guys i don't know how many times how many different ways i gotta say it i think a lot of people are doing dumb shit just for attention lately and it's it's on the small scale and it's on the big scale and it's on the whole spectrum you think he's trying to get in tarantino's last movie Uh, no god no what are you are you talking about uh uh 
was it Emil fucking Hirsch? I don't know. Well, you remember Emil Hirsch like uh phys- like physically assaulted that woman and like got blacklisted in Hollywood basically, and then he was in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But I don't know who and Emil I, Hirsch. Is. Emil Hirsch, he was the uh, the kid from uh, Wild or whatever or Into the Wild. But who was he in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Oh, uh, he was uh like um uh what what's her name's like best friend slash ex boyfriend uh Tate, the girl who's playing Sharon Tate. Margot Robbie it was Margot yeah. Robbie's best friend in the movie. That was like her former lover because she oh, wasn't yeah. married to uh, the filmmaker. See, guy. I can't keep up. But no, so I mean, he was just blacklisted in Hollywood for a long time because like he got in a lot of fucking trouble. Speaking of people that are getting in trouble for like domestic assault or uh, you know just assault and battery or you know just hitting women and shit. Uh, that one guy uh, who was just the main bad guy in the last Ant Man movie. Uh, he was also in Creed Three is like the main bad guy too. Uh, he just got dropped by his agency because uh, but all the allegations about him getting all fucking handsy and trying to beat up on people, specifically I think women. And it's just kind of like uh, yeah, some people think they can get away with shit and then they can't, and then they you know backpedal and then eventually they find their way into the right uh, yeah. right pockets and then it all kind of works out for them in some way. <sighs> fucking stupid am i a bitch for still being mad at sizza was she anti-trans she well she's she had a homophobic tweet homophobic tweet about 12 years ago about she doesn't want to have a gay baby yeah she said i I guess i'm not going to have kids unless i can have a girl because there's so many gay black men now and uh, I am just really that's, sensitive that's to dumb. homophobia against children because I know how damaging it is. If you raise a kid in a homophobic environment, they are going to be afraid of their identity. Even if they don't end up being that way, they're going to associate mm-hmm. fear mm-hmm. with the formation of their sexuality, which I think is bad. Now, this was 12 years ago, and she was much less famous then. She was a lot younger. You know, I'm also really sensitive to um, double standards when it comes to homophobia, and there's a lot of that in the music business, especially. Please provide an example. That SZA is probably going to sell out the Enterprise Center, but Mm -hmm. she, you know, tweeted that uh, we should genetically engineer babies so they're not gay. Right. So that's the double standard. Mm Mm-hmm. I just feel like those are two different things. No, they are separate instances. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's just like the baby. Everyone wants. Oh, we shouldn't be mad at the baby. But he said some really wild, unprovoked, homophobic shit on stage for no reason. I mean, I feel like that happens a lot. And sometimes just people go a little crazy. But uh, also, but yeah. it was like unprovoked. I mean, yeah, it was like unprovoked. Like I don't. It's the same thing with like the Kanye anti-Semitism stuff. It was just kind of like you know, I don't know what made you think it was okay to say shit like that or but, think that. But way. also, who asked you? Nobody asked you about the Jews, Kanye. Exactly. That's the problem. When you start talking about the Jews and nobody asked you about knew, Jews, we already knew that he was uh, he was off off his. Because if we're t- anyway. if we're sitting around and so we're already talking about Jews, well, the door has been opened for for someone to say something that's maybe not great. But if you're going to come in and just start with that, when I didn't say what we were going to talk about, that's a red flag to me. Kanye. (laughs) Easy for president 2020. I don't know. I just, uh, I guess I don't know. I'm kind of happy with my current state of being because I, I don't have to be forced to interact about these topics, but also I don't want to stay under a rock. You know, I want to be, I want to have my eyes open to the situation at hand. It's just, everything's so fucking horrible. How are you expected not to have debilitating depression? 
I don't think you are expected not to have it. Right. I think you're expected to treat it. Well, I know that we all have it directly linked to the fact that everything is fully accessible from our fingertips with our smartphones and everything. Uh, and so, yeah, everyone's just going to be depressed anyway. But uh, it's just kind of like, I don't know, how, how, do you, how are you expected to carry out through the day and tolerate the bullshit in your own life when so much bullshit and horrible things, worse things, significantly worse things are happening to other people elsewhere? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Say that. I said it. I heard you. I said it. And then what's going to happen? You know, what's going to happen when, you know, was it the Ohio River or whatever, where, uh, you know, that West Palestine shit uh, is running into a bigger river that's eventually going to meet the Mississippi down by Nashville. And then uh, so pretty much I think anyone like like Nashville and South is going to be just completely fucked. Everyone's going to get cancer. And then we have a system that is uh, designed to prolong and treat cancer without curing it because the longer you have them as a patient, the longer you have them as a customer and the more money you can make off the system there. And so, uh, yeah, no, I actually think that all these chemical dumpings and all those horrible accidents and explosions and exposures and, and tainting of the areas is actually a, a design, uh, that's meant to make, uh, the U S citizen more of like a cash cow, because the more people you can make sick, the more people you can make into customers that you then get to treat and get to charge the money. That's going to keep your infrastructure going. And that's going to be the, uh, the, the economic rise that everyone wants to happen since no one wants to have any fucking babies anymore. Let's just go ahead and make money on the people that are living and make them sick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you can't grow a baby, grow a tumor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's kind of the same thing anyway, right? Just feeds on you and eventually you die. <sighs> Tumors are pretty cute. I might have got it kind of dark on that. I'm sorry. No, you went hard. You hard. see, you have that. You're in that early stages of unemployment, red pilling, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I've been I've been going through it. My I did plenty of that. Apparently, I collected uh, a sizable amount of unemployment at the beginning of this year when I was on unemployment. Oh, I don't even have that. I haven't even tried filing for that because you know, I quit. Not this job. year. Not this year. The last one. I made a good amount of money in 2020 uh, on on the unemployment thing because because uh, the COVIDs. Well, yeah, you know, and there was all those reliefs and everything like that too. Did you get your taxes in? Yeah, my taxes are in. Yeah, I'm yeah. Clay's CPA apparently. Mm -hmm. He does. He, he's done my taxes like every year for like the last like five or six. Because years. you didn't do them. I did my taxes. Uh, I went. I went to an H and R block like and talked to an old lady behind a desk about my taxes once when I lived in Kansas City, and I was like, you know what, I'm never going to do that shit again. I ended up owing like three hundred dollars, and I was like, listen here, motherfucker. Listen, I didn't come in here to owe you money. Yeah. You I come in here. Show me my refund. That should be the name of my business. I come in here to where you work, and I gave you money to try to get me money, and then you tell me, nah, give me more money. But here's the thing. Can I ask you something? I would never charge you for doing your taxes because you're my sweet baby brother and you're on the Patreon, but what should I charge somebody for that? For what? For doing their taxes like I did yours. Oh, I don't know. Like a case of Diet Coke. Can I get a big one like that? Yeah, just tell them to get like a Sam's or a Costco. Yeah, Sam's Sam's size thirty five cans of DC. How much is that? Cost wise, at a wholesale retailer. What is it like? Fifteen bucks. There you go. Boom, boom, right there. It's maybe nineteen dollars. Slide you a hard twenty. Why not? Well, it feels like more work than twenty dollars. I'd rather have thirty five diet cokes. Speaking of hard twenties, I went to get a drink last night at the at the River City Pub in Afton, and. uh and my tab was like $16 by the end of the evening. I was totally fine. I was just, I was keeping it light, keeping it simple. I went to go get some money out of the ATM because they're cash only. And there was a 20 still sitting there because some drunk bastard didn't grab all his cash. <laughs> so I got a free night of drinks and like $4 extra. 
What are you saying about Jack Nicholson? Do you see the thing about Jack Nicholson being seen in public for the first time in two years and he looks like shit? And that's pretty much what they said. Like, here's a picture of Jack Nicholson being seen outside for the first time in two years, and he's not looking good. It's like, you imagine... But isn't he, like, 85? Yes, he looks horrible. But, I mean, he's also... He's Jack Nicholson. He's been, you know, smoking cigars and drinking and doing everything that he He does. He probably drinks nothing but, like, expensive wine. Mm, Probably now. Anyway, uh, but... It's like, can you imagine leaving your house for the first time in a period of time? And someone's like, man, you look like shit. Welcome back to the world. You look like garbage. I don't know. That would be upsetting to me. I don't know if he has Twitter. But uh, I would be upset. I can't imagine he gives a shit. Probably not at this point. He's one of the most successful and beloved actors of all time. I mean, I think that, you know, I think I think his uh, I think his candle went out. But yeah. He's probably not even noticing. Mm-hmm. Ooh, uh, speaking of uh, movies and film and everything like that, I saw Renfield. The, the oh, how the, was the it? Nick Cage uh, Dracula movie. I'm gonna go ahead and give it a three out of five. Uh, in my oh, opinion, that's hard. Hold that's on. terrible. Hold on. I'm gonna give it. I will give it a three point five out of five. Uh, specifically because Nick Cage's Dracula was was funny and had a couple little Nick Cagey moments, but other than that, it was just kind of like it was fun. But it was like, do you remember uh, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Where all the fight scenes were very shaky cam and kind yeah. of all over the place. Felt like that a little bit with all the action sequences. Uh, and it was just kind of like, uh, I don't know, it was just kind of goofy. You know, it was fine. I enjoyed it. If I watch it again, I'll watch it for free. But uh, but Nick Cage being Dracula had a couple moments where it was just kind of like, ah, I like that. Yeah. You know what I watched that I loved? Hmm. Uh, nope. So I watched Nope on an airplane on the, on the way back from Europe. It's a little dark for an airplane. I watched it. The cinematography I thought was dark for an airplane. I mean, I was sitting like this, looking at the. I had turned. I had to turn lights off to watch it because the the night stuff was too dark. But no, I didn't what have a problem with that? What was the thing in the barn? Thing in the barn. The shapeshifter monster in the barn. In the stable. I don't know what you're talking. Remember about. when he's when he records it with his phone? It's coming around the corner. Oh. In like the beginning, those were just kids wearing masks. No, no, no. It's in the middle. Like the shit is popping off. He turns the life off, the light off in the stable, and then he's walking out and it turns back on. Mm, don't remember that. I feel like I watched the whole movie, so but I don't it, know. It just didn't seem related to the, the actual antagonist of the story. It's kind of all over the place anyway. And also, it wasn't even a flying saucer. It was a whole ass alien. It was eating people. I thought that was a great interpretation. It was a good one. I liked it. I enjoyed it a great deal. You told me about the Dutch startup that unveiled a giant meatball made from extinct mammoth meat grown in a lab. Mm-hmm. Well, remember we talked about that with uh, with our stepsister's uh, dude friend, uh, Liam. Uh, Liam, a really nice guy. And he was talking about how like, yeah. So basically they connected um, like old mammoth DNA to like lamb or sheep DNA. And then it worked together. And they basically made just a mammoth meatball that no one's allowed to touch or eat or anything. It's just kind of sitting there getting observed. I don't know if it's alive or if it's pulsating or anything like that. It's just kind of there. Is and it going to decompose? You can't just look like, at a meatball forever. It's kind of like why? Why? Like, like, I don't know. It's like the special display at a Mexican restaurant where you walk in and there's and like enchiladas like yeah, in a glass case. In a glass case. Oh, they used to have that steak and shake too. And it'd be like, that looks like plastic. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like that, but it's just, it's a mammoth meatball that we're not allowed to eat or touch, but it's it was basically, I guess it's just kind of like a discovery and a breakthrough that means, oh, we could one day, uh, you know, make other kinds of meats or bring back a mammoth. Why not? 
Yeah, they keep playing with the mammoth shit. I don't, I don't know why. It. I don't. Well, part of the thing is something about um, megafauna like that do a lot of natural clearing of landscapes, mm-hmm. which is something about that is good for the environment. So mm-hmm. they're talking about cloning a mammoth and incubating it in the uterus of an elephant. And then that elephant will give birth to a, a baby mammoth and they can use that science process to reintroduce mammoths into the tundra or something. Mm. Look that up. I don't know. But then someone's just going to go over man- after man. You know what I care about? Mm. Apparently three dogs survived the Titanic. Good for them. Did you hear about that? I better not be that fiddle player. If I see you getting on that boat with that dog. Did you, <laughs> did you hear about the head chef of the Titanic? No, he, he he was murdered by the lobsters. No, he was. Oh my god! Just hold on. Uh, the head chef of the of the Titanic was a known alcoholic, and was so drunk when the Titanic went down uh, that the alcohol content of his blood kept him from freezing. So he survived floating freely in the the waters of the Atlantic because he was so drunk. Because uh, he was so drunk until someone pulled him out, and he had no signs of frostbite, no signs of hypothermia, nothing. Because he was so shit housed, hammered that his body just could not freeze. It's like when you stick vodka in the freezer; it's not going to freeze. Isn't that like? Um, didn't they? The first person that was cured quote-unquote of hiv they were treating him for something else they did a bone marrow transplant on a guy that was hiv positive and it something about it coincidentally like cured his hiv you know what that's that's worth looking into i think i remember seeing an article about that that i just didn't open no but that's exactly what this is about if somebody no. cares about that information they'll go find that article and they'll open it that's good someone should also go look and then they can text us we have a text it. line for the show that you could text us at if you uh, hear anything that you want to talk about at uh, 314-626-4208. 626-4208. There you go. Look into it. Yeah. Look into Find uh, out about the bone marrow AIDS and the the mammoth meatball and uh, the Dalai Lama Frenched a kid. Oh, what the? He asked him to suck on his tongue or something. What are we doing, guys? His representations were just kind of like, yeah, you know, he's a goofy guy. He just does that to everybody. It's like, no, I think he's old and he's senile and he just like said, said just to himself, like, you know what? I can get this kid to stuck in my tongue and no one's going to give a shit because I'm yeah. the Dolly fucking Lama. Well, but apparently they got the next one on reserve. They got an eight-year-old kid that's going to be the next Dolly Lama. Yes, the next Deli Lamb. So when we get sick of this one, we got a fresh one in the wings. So hey, good. You were just at the gym today, right? Yeah. A lot of strangers at the gym. Uh, I don't talk to anybody, so they're all strangers. How many people were there? Uh, during the daytime is not so bad. Probably it, 20 tops. If you felt like you were a famous narc with rainbow dreadlocks, would you go to a public gym? Uh, are you talking about Takashi Six? Why was he in a public gym? Because he probably doesn't have If you're money. famous and controversial, why don't you work out somewhere else? Uh, he probably just was trying to save some money. He He's at Club Fitness for 10 bucks? 20, probably. You think he's doing the 20 at the club fitness? Where was he seen? He was, they beat the fuck out of him in the locker room at that gym. I don't know where it was. What gym? Oh, okay. Well, you don't know where it was. Okay. Here, let's look. Look it up right now. That's funny to me, and I'm glad it happened to him, because uh, uh, that's some dumb shit anyway. And I mean, fuck around and find out, right? Like, he chose to, like, just kind of, like, turn in a bunch of people and make some deals. Like, it was going to get to him eventually. Uh... I don't and you know. think he would know that snitches get stitches, you right? Know? That's what they told yeah, him. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. 
I just hope that all those weird Technicolor teeth he got, you know, protected him from getting any uh, any any bad mouth injuries. My thing is, how do we find? Uh, I don't know, man. Legal issues. What What are you on? Newsweek. Other feuds. Are you on his wiki? Yeah. Okay. That's not telling me the name of the gym he was at. But here's the thing. Hmm. It wasn't like a brief attack either. Didn't they kind of beat the fuck out of him and then come back and beat him up some more? Maybe. Maybe they uh, maybe they were they were between sets. <laughs> they said, "Okay, I'm gonna go do on, I'm gonna go do ten yeah, reps. I'm gonna go whoop this dude's I'm, ass. I'm gonna go do some lat raises. I'll be right back. I'm gonna go raise these more. lats. Yes, I'm gonna fuck you up. But first, I gotta go get that pump. So somebody figure out what I just. It just seems dumb. I don't know, man. The Los Angeles County Medical Examiner determined singer Aaron Carter died from drowning and the effects of alprazolam and." difluorothane difluorothane fluorothane difluorothane so he it was he drowned according to summary yeah he had xanax and some kind of, it sounded like it was like an inhaled wait so did he did he overdose and then he vomited and then asphyxiated on his own no vomit? he was in the bathtub he, i think he blacked out oh so and then he drowned like, in the bathtub like whitney did she black out in the bathtub? Didn't Did she drown didn't in the Whitney bathtub? Drown in the bathtub? Yeah, yeah. Stay out of the tub, kids. Hey, one time I drank a whole bottle of Four Roses bourbon in a bathtub, and I had a great time. I brought my tablet into the bathroom. I brought a little side table from the living room, and I just watched. I watched. Uh, I watched Parks and Rec for like three hours in the bathtub, and uh, drank a bottle of bourbon. That is the most. I mean. It was fantastic. But then I told our mother about it the next day, and she was like, yeah, you shouldn't do that. You'll fucking drown. And I was like, yeah, probably. You know, that happened to me, though. I remember being drunk as fuck watching this old lady's dog. One dead, at least 28 injured after roof collapses at the Apollo Theater in Illinois following dangerous storms. Oh, man, that storm that came through last weekend fucked a bunch of shit up. Oh, this was that storm. Mm -hmm, The winds. No, no, no. This was on dad's birthday. This was and, that storm. And the tornadoes. Oh, that was the other one. So yeah. that was some of the one that came through last weekend. But Yeah, apparently we're in fucking Tornado Alley, and now my wife well, is real okay. sensitive to so storms. So this is what's happening is, is global warming. So the planet's getting Bitches hotter. with dogs don't like a storm. So the planet's getting hotter, and it's making everything freak the fuck out. And then these huge storm surges are coming all the way over from the West Coast across the country. Well, that's what happens when you melt the glaciers, too, is there's more moisture in play mm-hmm. in the water cycle. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to amplify mm-hmm. all of the weather patterns so you're getting, of any variety. So you're getting insane blizzards in Utah and places like that. Yeah. Shutting down roads for weeks on end. Mm-hmm. When I worked in logistics, that was a big deal because we had to change a lot of shit up because people kept getting held up with road closures trying to get out of Utah. Uh, and all that's going to blow over and it's just going to keep getting hotter and hotter and it's going to mix with the cold air a little bit and you're going to be a lot of the resistance and you're going to get all those fucking tornadoes and shit that usually happen in like Oklahoma, maybe a little bit more southwest of here, but it's all now pushing a little bit further. So we're just going to get jackhammered more and more and more with all this bullshit. Now, the fun thing about St. Louis is we're the kind of city where we have such a dense population and such a small place that uh that it creates this heat bubble 
Now you're going to have that interacting with the cold air and making more tornadoes to the north and the south and things like that, which is why places like Little Rock, Arkansas got so fucking hit hard. It's because those more densely populated cities in our state and places like that are making the air go north and south as opposed to right through. And that's fine. I'm totally bullshitting most of this. But, uh, but that's why we didn't get hit so bad as opposed to other areas. However, when these surges come through so aggressively eventually oh straight line winds brother eventually straight line heat bubble is not going to hold up it's not going to hold us forever did you see annihilation with natalie portman yes really yes oh what's it about so in theaters uh it was about like an alien smog basically that was like causing uh matter to sort of like fuse with itself uh, like like uh, like certain atoms that wouldn't stick to other atoms would just start to do that, and she was going in there to find her husband who was Oscar Isaac. Uh, oh, I love them together. Mm-hmm. Oh, now that's like a Hebrew power mm-hmm. couple. But when she found him, he was no longer Oscar Isaac because uh, he had been in the smog for so long. Or he didn't call it wasn't a smog; it was something else. Um, but he was in there for so long that it fucked up his brain. And then she ran into some aliens. I don't remember how it ends. I remember being confused, but it was good. There was a moment where there was a woman fused with a bear and the bear roaring was her screams that was weird fucked me up a little bit there was a moment where one girl just gave up and sat in the grass and became a plant like shit happens oh that's nice though yeah yeah it was involuntary some people say that um lsd has that effect where things in your in your vision start to mold together and become mm-hmm. it kind of felt things. like that in a way yeah or have you ever like take a little bit too much because i tried to ask the guys in no antics by the other day i said did you guys see some movie with natalie portman where there's force fields mm, but then they thought fields. i weren't there weren't there like wasn't it the smog contained in a force field it was like and it, it was in an area but it wasn't really a force field and it was like expanding but what but it had like some clear like bubble shit going on yeah no it looked weird it looked like yeah. you were looking through something because cool, like i just saw shit. the trailer in mm-hmm. theaters seeing something else no, yeah, I, I saw it. I just remember leaving a little bit confused, but I enjoyed it. Um, but sometimes you got to watch it later. Have you watched Hunters on Prime? No. It's really weird. It's acted as if it's a progressive auto commercial, but it's a revisionist history where I believe like a law and order style task force of international super Jews capture Hitler, who's hiding in Argentina, and they bring him to trial in the 70s before a tribunal of various justices from different countries. Listen, that's a lot going on. I only watched the last episode where they actually put him on trial because I saw a clip on TikTok of some show where this old guy that I guess is supposed to be Hitler is on trial. I said, I have to watch that episode of whatever that show is i saw the clip that you're talking about yeah i mean but amazon put some weird shit out there did you see the one about uh about the people that could get into a video game uh that actually they think it's like they're just getting into like a submerging video game they're really immersed in the shit but actually the video game is them taking control of like an avatar robot body in the future and it's them trying to solve problems in the future and in the past it's fucking weird and I enjoyed it. Can't remember what it was called, uh, but I stopped watching it because I was like, you know what, this is getting too much, and yeah. I, don't, I don't care about all these. It was it was it was interesting. It was introducing more My, characters in a fucking Dean Koontz book. I, I have a bias against anything that employs time travel as a as a narrative device because mm. it's uh, it just seems lazy. You could just do whatever you want. And you, well, that's not true because you'll have all those those weebs on Reddit get in there and be like, this doesn't make sense. This doesn't actually go with how time travel works because they know because they fucking know. 
and they'll come at you and be like, you know, actually, uh, I think Ryan Johnson did his best uh, with that one movie with Bruce Willis and uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, but they just didn't get time travel right. And then next thing you know, the movie's bad. I enjoyed it. I thought Looper was a good ride. But no, no. Then you go on Reddit and everyone's all pissed off at it. Your time travel is a very touchy subject when it comes to things. People either get right or wrong, or they do just enough right, but they don't actually talk about it enough that then it's okay and forgiven. Who gives a shit? Did you know that um, Flo Rida, who I'm opening for, uh, I think the first weekend in June, um, won an $80 million lawsuit against an energy drink company? Sobe? Celsius. Oh, Celsius. Oh, is it because they used his music for the ads? Well, I can't imagine it would be that much. Well, I mean, you know, like defamation or something like that is something they can really just kind of push and twist. And then you get the money for uh, what they would have made on that for the licensing. And then you would also get the money on top of that for like pain and suffering. Are you a lawyer? No. Al Ludwig is a copyright lawyer. We should ask him about this. What I do is I come on this show with no preparation. No, I don't want you to be prepared. And I bullshit 99% of the shit that I talk about. I take the very little bit of information I know about these things. And I just try to, I try to, you know, dance around it and make it sound like I know what I'm talking about. But I guarantee you, if you try to poke holes in what I'm saying, I will not be able to defend myself. So please don't. I'm not, because I don't know much more than you do. Don't be mean to me. So a couple of weeks ago, this was the box office throwdown that was happening. And you're my movie guy. So I thought I'd ask you about this. Yay. Um, so a couple of weeks ago, this was the lineup. I want to know mm. which one you would have seen. The options were Dungeons and Dragons. With would have seen. I heard it's amazing. John Wick 4. I did see that. Oh, how was it? I saw a pre-screening for free. Uh, so I saw it like the week before it came out. Um, I've never seen a John Wick movie ever. So one through three, I have no knowledge of really anything that happens other than his dog gets killed in one of them. And he kills a bunch of people. Uh, I think that John Wick, the character, might be on the spectrum because his communication skills are fucking weird. Yeah. And he gets the shit kicked out of him in every movie. And this is a problem I had with Cyberpunk 2077, which stars Keanu Reeves. Also, their suits are bulletproof. Go ahead, continue. Is that Keanu Reeves doesn't play angry or bitter very well. No. And so his anger never reads as authentic Mm -hmm. to me. And the character he plays in Cyberpunk is supposed to be very angry and kind of wild and it just isn't he's just convincing. he's not an angry guy yeah uh my, my one of my favorite things i is like, like watching him shoot things though he barely says really anything for the whole fucking movie but there's a moment where he goes i need a gun like that and then, and then they give him a gun or whatever and it's like great they do the whole like this is your cool ass gun shit and then he just goes yeah and that's all he says in the whole fucking scene and it's like, why? and there's, there's literally, there's literally like a 45 second part where he just rolls down some stairs. The stairs are so long. He fought up the whole fucking stairway. Like it's all straight, like outside, like you're going from the bottom part of a park to the upper part of a park, just this long ass stairwell thing. And he fights these dudes up this whole fucking stairwell. And then he gets knocked down the stairwell all the way to the bottom again. And then he goes up to about three quarters of the way and he gets knocked down again to like two, like another like third of the way. And he is, and like, it was probably a 10 minute scene that could have been done in like three minutes. Did you see that Korean movie where the guy beats the shit out of all those guys in the hallway with that hammer? One more time. There's some Korean movie. I just saw this clip. Uh, this guy just fighting a whole bunch of dudes in a hallway. He's got a hammer. Was it old boy? Oh yeah, it was. Yeah. I can't tell you last time I watched that movie. I did just recently watch The Host, which uh, which came out in 2006, uh, and it was a monster movie, a uh, Korean monster movie that was done by the same guy that did Parasite, uh, which I very much enjoyed. So I watched it, uh, and for some reason, 
I feel like there's a lot of uh, Korean cinema or entertainment that involves a story around a shithead, like deadbeat dad and him trying to do his best to take care of a daughter that doesn't respect him. Cause that happened in like uh squid games and that happened in the host. And I'm just kind of like how many movies or TV shows from Korea are there where there's a deadbeat alcoholic father and a daughter who's trying her best at school. Yeah. And then they just got to do something weird. Yeah. However, the host was great. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And then the other one was Shazam 2. I didn't see Shazam 2. Uh, I don't really have any desire to. I watched the first one in the last six months because it was on HBO. And I was like, I have two hours to kill. And I watched it. And uh, I, I thought it was funny. I enjoyed it. Uh, I think Helen Mirren's like one of the big bad big bad guys in it or something like that. So good. For I her. think that's also probably the problem. If you train your audience to know that your entire universe is going to be available on a streaming platform that they already have, mm-hmm. you're not going to draw a box office when you're up against other prominent sequels. Well, right, and there's some things that just go straight to HBO and stuff right now. Anyway, just have it more access more accessibility and so. And I actually watched an interview with Matt Damon not too long ago, talking about how the streaming services have actually killed and taken away a lot of money from the film industry because uh, people didn't realize how much revenue was generated in the sale of uh, hard copy DVDs, Blu-rays, right. VHSs, things like that. And now everything's going straight to a streaming service after that um, you know, initial release. And people will think, well, hey, do I want to go to the movie theater and spend $15 and then like for just me, so probably $30 on tickets alone if I'm taking someone with me, along with another $20 to $25 to $35, maybe depending on what you're getting at the fucking concession stands, uh, and then go sit in this thing. Or I could just wait six months or even a couple weeks and just watch it on a streaming service that I borrowed from a sibling or a relative or a friend, you know, so I don't actually have a login. Uh, and so then you just get to watch it for free. So why would you fucking do that? And you can order pizza or you can make fucking ramen noodles. I don't care what you're doing. Hell, you can pause the movie halfway through and have yeah. full blown intercourse because you're watching it at home on a streaming service. Well, and that's the thing. It's like, and you can fucking smoke weed and pick your own stacks, snacks. Pick you your own fuck, stacks, baby. You can stack it you up. You can drink 30 bush ice. You could. In front of the TV, standing in front of the bud, TV. Bud ice. I don't think bush ice was a thing. I meant bush light. Oh, yeah, I know you can do that. Because I think that's the cheaper 30 pack now. Probably. Because it used to be Natty Light, but Natty Light's not cheap anymore. Mm. They went bougie. Mm. Well, they changed their label, too. They went back. That's what I'm saying. They went back to that old school thing to try to make themselves seem hip again. Protests are still raging on in France as the French government shits the bed on basically everything they're doing. Go look into that. Do not let the internet shut that down. I've heard it's bad. Yeah, and I heard that the the French government specifically is making it seem like everyone's mad that they have to work for like another two years before they can retire. But there's so much other bad shit going on. And after I heard that's the other thing. Yeah, it's not just that. No, yeah, no, yeah. It's the cover up to make the citizens sound lazy when actually they're doing a lot worse stuff. It's kind of like when any bill gets passed in this country uh, and everyone's happy about the one thing that they're addressing, but then they're not addressing all the little bitty other sub things that are in there, all those little other things that are horrible. Like, hey, we're going to give gay people the right to get married, but then also we're going to put this bill out here. uh, That's going to be like, that's going to be, that's going to be like the, you know, the the top part there. That's going to be great. But then wait, down here in like section 
X2, uh, we're going to say that we can dump oil in the fucking Gulf of Mexico. Just something right. weird, right? Yeah, something unrelated. Exactly. And it's, But it's a, that's what they do. And that's how they get around it. And they get the votes on the popular things uh, that seem like they're good for the people. And then they're fucking up something else elsewhere yeah. because it saves some corporation It's the money. only way they get the compromises mm-hmm. through. Yeah. And it's all about money. Um, Democrats in Tennessee get blackballed by state body. And then uh, I think at least one of them won their recall. One more time. You saw the thing with the um, the black senators in Tennessee that were getting ousted by the oh, yeah. Republican majority. Just and then, kicked out. And then they put and it they to get a, reinstated. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they got reinstated. It was a big victory. And they're like, woo, yeah. Which I think it's weird that it all happened to begin with. But mm-hmm. And when the guy got reinstated the the crowd of supporters started singing seven nation army they start going bah, 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 bah. oh like when people celebrated a soccer game yeah it's hmm. just like that it's so random very random um ufc merges with wwe or i guess the ufc is absorbing the wwe that's okay i mean one of them was going to die eventually it makes sense though that that one organization would have the theatrical branch and the the savage branch like because well, it's the wrestling world entertainment or world right. wrestling entertainment mm-hmm. uh i mean yeah why not combine them yeah put them together also the same demographic is probably watching both of those things anyway yeah why split your dance card put Don't it compete. on the same streaming network you want to capitalize you want to watch bodybuilders pretend to fight or do you want to watch psychotic bodybuilders fight to the death I for real will 100 percent want to watch the wrestling versus the ufc thing every day of the week because the showmanship yeah it's fantastic did yeah. you watch glow which one's that glow was the show on netflix about the start of women's wrestling no it was I'm, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling that's no, what I'm, kind of, for. I'm kind of on the outs with mark Marin right now oh that's okay i mean this happened years ago but yeah i mean it was the first season especially yeah, i don't watch a lot of tv watch. so it takes me a long time to get i usually wait for something to be well that's because you and your wife chose to try to watch every single episode of survivor instead of actually watching something good with your free time well she's been watching the goddamn housewives the goddamn and the motherfucking vanderpumps i don't understand that either Reality TV just seems so dumb to me. I just don't need help being stressed out. I just don't want to watch rich, dumb people do stuff. Yeah, it's like all this shit you people are fighting about. It's like, can somebody fucking just, can I Can I get like a stack off you? Mm-hmm. You fucking bastards. I think that's what made shows like Jersey Shore more fun. It's because like these people are just like low scum of the earth types that are just trying to make themselves famous. They're well, and they're them do And they're, they're cohabitating in like a frat house. Like it's got a youthful not bougie vibe like the real world right mm-hmm. um i have to go to band practice yes you do i was going to point out that it's six o'clock yeah so. it's it's about that time guys that's another episode of jacob v weekly uh i haven't done one of these in a minute and we're supposed to do 50 of them this year so stay tuned we may get one sooner than later joe was going to come through today but his taxes got rejected so he has to work on that oh mine didn't so thank yeah, you for doing praise that. god no, I'm the best CPA in the business. No one that Jacob V will do your taxes. He yeah. doesn't care if you get any money back, but he will do them. Yeah, there's a uh, April playlist on Spotify, Jacob V's favorite songs for April of 23. Um, we have an Instagram for the show, at Jacob V Weekly on Instagram. Go to JacobV.com, where you can find links to Caddyshack. You can find the Patreon. Caddyshack. Caddyshack. Save a life for nine. Well, that's the problem is they have a stray cat problem in those rural places. That's why this issue is so important. I mean, if you were a cat in that area, wouldn't you just be fucking? 
you can contact the show with questions at uh, jacobvweekly at gmail.com. You can call the show, leave a voicemail or text message at 314-626-4208. Um, no antics. Blinded by Stereo. Patreon. Uh, I am going to be the uh, musical guest at the Ethical Society this coming Sunday. If you're up early and you want to come watch me play piano for 15 minutes over the course of an hour it's gonna be an earth day program um also uh i love you yeah and i love you random citizens